Guess what? He's on second base. You know, he's a second baseman. Runners running towards him, runs right into him and breaks his leg, practically almost shattering it. Mind you, I was pregnant with Mateo. This happened three days or four days before Mother's Day. I was pregnant with Mateo. He breaks his leg and he is out of work for three months. This would have been so helpful to have during that time. So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So excited to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. Miss Eva Palacios, are you in the house? What's up? Yes, I am. Hey, how's it going? Oh my gosh. This whole week flew by. Like, I'm like, what day are we on? Like, I have been crazy busy and I love it. Yes, I know. Me too, right? We were just talking about this, like super slammed, uh, which is a good thing, right? In our world, right? We want to be, we want to be busy. Yes. Um, Yeah. So, so what you, what are you busy with? Since I'm curious, like, you know, I mean, I I know, but for the people who don't know. All I know is, yes, this new year, like I can already see people taking action and and doing things because they're like 2020 was all bad. Like I got to redo. So I'm redoing. And yeah, you know, we rolled out our course, the Lions program. We've got some amazing people in that group. And yes. man... I am just excited. I'm excited because they're excited and they've got goals and 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 financial checklist items. And I mean, I've only met with a few of them. We've got more appointments that are scheduled, but for the few that I've met with, they're already taking action. Like they're, you know, we got our own little private group. And what I love, what I absolutely love about it is you've got all walks of life, you know, mm-hmm. all income levels, all professional background, like different, like all walks of life. And those who have not aspired to dream big or bigger, they're being surrounded by others who are already at that level. So when we got people that are in there talking about, you know, yes, like I just did this, you know, or, you know, I'm about to start, you know, my business credit journey. Other people are like, okay, wait a minute. What? Business credit? What Mm -hmm. is that? Yeah. And they're like, okay, do I need to put that on my goal list? Yep. Yeah. So just being in the environment of people who are hungrier, who are at a higher level is inspiring those who are not at that level. And that's just amazing to me. 
Yeah. Now people, you know, paying off collections and just doing amazing stuff. I know. Um, Somebody just paid off their last collection today. We're on like day eight of the year. Exactly. I'm like, what? Yes. No, it's yes. amazing. For those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're talking about the Lions Club, which is a private face group, Facebook group um, uh, that's a part of the Empower You Financial umbrella. However, the only way to get there inside the Lions Club is to be a part of the credit game plan program. Right. Um, so um, what is the credit game plan program? Um, well, you guys got to go to a webinar. Sorry. like I, I've, We've been saying this. We've been telling y'all you have to <laughs> go to the webinar to get the special offer. Uh, Eva has this amazing, amazing offer. Um, and people have been taking advantage of it. It's been already uh, changing lives. So we're really excited about that. Uh, so if you guys are curious... Uh, we'll be having a webinar again. I'm sh- think uh, I think two in January, right? Yeah, yeah. So. We're yeah. we're actually gonna, yeah, we're gonna do one during the week, and we're gonna do one on a Saturday morning. So yeah. for those of you who could not make it during the week in the evening, guess what? We're gonna open up a Saturday morning for y'all. There it is. So you guys, you know, stay tuned for that, and make sure you sign up. That's all I can say about that. Yeah. Um, so, and, and so here's the thing. I will be remiss, even though me and you um, are really, really great mood because we are so busy. Um, and we also um, have a special guest, which I'll be getting to very shortly. Yes! Um, yeah. Our, our first guest, uh, first guest ever, actually, ever. Yeah. Our first yeah. one guest. First, we, just, for, we did for, the... Oh, yeah. That's right. We did. We did have several guests. At yeah. one, time. <laughs> one time. Shout out to all of our Empower You family Um uh, but yeah, but our, our first one guest. Um, and so, uh, but before I, I got to, I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Uh, I mean, because just this last week, a couple of days ago, actually, and you guys will listen to this on Tuesday, but I don't know when this happened, but obviously uh, what happened, you know, with our state cap, I start, sorry, our capital uh, uh, for the, for the U S uh, just craziness. Um, you know, I don't want to get too much into the whole politics things, um, me and Eva have been very clear about where we stand. Um, yes. But I'll just say that that was, I I couldn't believe what I saw. Um, that was just like, man. But the thing is, at the same time, um, I, you know, could have predicted it. Uh, I actually, you know, wasn't necessarily surprised by it, but sh- I was surprised, but like shocked, you know, like surprised, yeah. not surprised, but shocked still that it happened because it's just like, that that never should have ever happened. Right. Um, but with that said, I just wanted to acknowledge, you know, because I, I, I hate when we have like, you know, when I'm listening to folks and they don't acknowledge kind of what's going on in the world, like yeah. you know, if everything's rosy. Um, so for all of those who have been impacted by that, I feel I feel you. Um, and it's frustrating. And but just know that, hey, you know, we got to stay focused. Um <laughs> Yeah, let we them fools focused, act man. like a fool. Let's keep our <laughs> eyes on the prize and let's do what we got to do to make this world a better place. That's right. You know, it it, it definitely was eye opening. Like, and and the thing is, is that I don't even I don't even watch TV. Like, I am sometimes oblivious, especially these last two weeks. Like, you haven't even seen me post on social media since like a week ago because mm-hmm. I've been so busy. <laughs> But when I do get on, it's primarily to check my messages and to check to see if anybody's commenting on my stuff. Because sometimes people have questions about like what I do and stuff like that. So as I'm scrolling through things, I start to see, you know, the the news and, and the media and all of that. And I'm just like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. Like, Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And 100%. Yeah. But yeah, we just got to remain focused. It is. That's right. 
at the end of the day, I, I don't have no energy to put into that topic right now. <laughs> Not whatsoever. I need to just keep working and uh, we will. And for all of you out there, um, you know, <laughs> just know you keep grinding. Just keep grinding. Yeah. Just keep grinding. That stuff will eventually, I'm sure, settle. Um, you know, anyway, I, I want to get off that topic, but just wanted to acknowledge it. Let, let you guys know it was on our hearts as well. Absolutely. Um, but absolutely. We with you. We with you. We with you. We are with you. But so today we are going to be talking about um, uh, something that has been uh, actually on my mind uh, for some time, especially as I've been kind of aging, um, you know, aging at 40, <laughs> right? 40, 40 is like, man, that's when you, you are not aging. Man, listen, 40 is something about 40. There's something about 40. Um, once I turn 40, it's first of all, it's just weird to keep saying that. And my son <laughs> He let me know. I don't know if you, well, people who follow me on social media know my son was giving me a hard time about being 39. And he was like, man, dad, that's a big number. He was like, that is a humongous number. And I'm like, dude, stop. (laughs) But 40 came, he was like, oh, man. (laughs) And my teenagers, they start getting involved. They're like, yeah, dad, I'm sorry, man. That's, that's like, and I'm like, what? What? 40? Really? Oh, man. People still having babies at 40. Well, yeah. Well, let's let's actually not talk about that. I don't want to talk about that because my wife was like, you know, uh, I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> not we got too it. many kids already. We got too many. We already got five. That it's like we're not collecting toys. Like this really? is really <laughs> Johnson wants to have another baby. Let's not talk about that. Okay, let's, let's not, not talk about it because we'll be up in here like, yeah, I need a girl. <laughs> no. Like, oh yeah. Well, that yeah. She she wants a girl. She wants a girl. Um, but I'm like, yo, but no. it would make sense for you guys because you still have little ones. Like my youngest is 12. We are not about to start over don't, with the baby. No, even don't say that. It don't <laughs> make sense. Like she listens to the podcast sometimes. I don't want you to, <laughs> I don't want her to hear you co-signing on that. That is no. <laughs> I mean, okay. listen, don't get me wrong. Kids are a blessing. Uh, love kids. Um, man, they're, they're amazing. My sons, I would have never thought in a million years that I would be in the position I am with, uh, my sons and, they are just amazing. I couldn't imagine my life without them. At the same time, I feel like that. <laughs> I just want to turn the page on that. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> uh, but with that said, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, my legacy and, you know, and leaving a legacy. And, um, you know, it's just, it, it has me thinking about like, you know, the future and the, what I leave behind and how I'm setting people up. Um, because it's so important, especially as we work on making our finances right. And this, this whole community is about empowering one another. We want to make sure that you guys also have the information that you need to set yourself up. Like super important, right? Not just like- Absolutely. Right, getting your credit better and having a house and all that, but also- All things financial. Yeah. And most importantly, just knowing the options that are available- And information truly does change situations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm a big, everybody knows when, when they sit with me and and we go through credit or go through finances, I tell them, I'm not here to sell you anything, but I'm definitely here to inform you so that you know all of your options. And then it's totally up to you to decide what you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So uh, we have a very special guest um, in the building. Um, and, um, you know, I'm so excited to introduce him, uh, our first guest. He's a, he is a prominent figure within our Empower You uh, financial group, uh, someone who's always coming with the, the comedy and the energy. 
and the engagement. Um, I think actually, I think one time when I was looking at the rankings, I think he's like ranked number one in our group for engagement. I think, well, yeah, I didn't, I, I don't know if he knows. I didn't tell him that yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd like to introduce to you guys, none other than uh, the living benefit, infinite banking specialist, Mr. David Garcia. Give it up for David Garcia, y'all. What's going on, guys? Appreciate it. Feeling blessed, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, David, man, you know, you call yourself the living benefit infinite banking specialist, right? And I'm I'm sure a lot of people are curious about, like, what exactly that is. And we brought you on here to talk about leaving a legacy, uh, because you know so much about this subject, you know so much about uh, specifically like you know, life insurance and kind of how it looks now. Um, so we, w- I would love for you to just share with the people uh, a little bit more about you, your story, who you are. Like you know, let people know who, who David Garcia for is. Sure, for sure, man. I, I love this topic with life insurance. You know, this is something that needs to be a common topic in every household. Right, especially the year we just had with 2020 and COVID and so much uncertainty going on, not only with their health, but with finances, people losing jobs, people losing money. You know, uh, it's, it's a very important topic to talk about. Right. And the crazy thing is that we insure so many things in life, but for, forget about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we got home insurance, we got auto insurance, health insurance. People will even insure their phones before insuring themselves. Mm, hold on, right? hold on, hold on, time out. That's that's a bar right there, David. You know, they, they're worried about the financial burden of losing their phone <laughs> before losing their life. I'm like, come on, guys, let's get it together. Yes, you're right. And and we'll, and the thing is, too, and it's hard to get phone insurance. I'll just be front, up front. <laughs> yeah. But but people do it. But yeah, life insurance, they're really, you know, tripping off of that. Eva, hold on, Eva, are mm-hmm. you with us? I can't hear you. No, it's okay. We, you know, we, we do everything live. So even how about now? Okay. There we go. We got to have, we got to make sure the credit boss is here. Come on now. Man, somebody's like not trying to allow me to chime into this podcast. I'm like, what is going on with my laptop telling me microphone's gone? I know, I know I'm new here, but it wasn't me. I yeah. <laughs> All right, David. Sorry. It's another- right, man. Go ahead. But another thing too, I want to add a, what about this? People insure their pets though. Mm. They're pets. They're fur babies. They insure their fur babies before they insure themselves. What? Wow. wow. And it's, wow. it's not our fault. You know, I really think it's, you know, a lot of people are focused on expenses, right? So when they talk to an insurance agent, they focus on the cost to give them the lowest costing policy. So it's not really adding a lot of value, mm-hmm. right? So people don't get to see the value behind their policy. They get it just to, you know, to cover a cost of and a really low expense. Right. So it's really our job as an agent to shift that mindset and focus on the value you're getting and the benefits you're getting out of the policy. So really people can start investing more into themselves. Yeah. So, t- I mean, so that that's really interesting because, you know, life insurance, I know for me, uh, well, at least when I was younger, I mean, I already didn't like paying car insurance because I'm like, man, I'll never get an accident. Like, that ain't never going to happen to me. And I didn't. And, and there was years and years I'd not have an accident. I'm like, I'm just wasting this money away. And then like for whatever, like the, the, the time life insurance, whenever that came up, I was like, why am I going to be paying all this money? And I ain't never going to see the benefit of it. Like, I'm, I'm never going to, you know, realize any of it. Um, and I used to not like that idea, especially, and I, I thought it was kind of morbid too. I was like, why am I paying someone to, to die basically. <laughs> like I was, I had this right. weird, you know, way of thinking about it. Um, but yeah, man. So, so talk, talk to us a little bit more about um, just like your story, man. Cause you have an interesting story. I know that you had, you had some adversity or, or, or adverse feelings towards life insurance as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, growing up, you know, I always had the same j- joke growing up was, you know, life insurance is a bet that I can't cash out on. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to see the money. This is for the family, you know. So there was no urgency ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not really about us, you know, people really planning to fail, just failing the plan. Right. And that's why we see a lot of people opening up GoFundMe accounts, reaching out to the community to help raise funds for the loss of that loved one. Yeah. Right. I get it. I understand the need, but I don't really agree with GoFundMe accounts. You know, that's why we really educate people how to fund for themselves. Right. Because now if something were to happen to you, you can now leave leave down a legacy and uh, relieve your family of that financial burden. Right. And life insurance has always been the same for centuries. Right. The death benefit. But what's new in the industry is this thing called living benefits, guys. Having life insurance, you no longer have to die to use. Mm. Right. So now it becomes more of a personal asset for yourself, not only for your beneficiaries, but for yourself as well in case something were to happen. Yeah. Okay, before before we get into that, before we get it, because we we gonna get into that, yeah. tell us about your story, because I think you have an amazing story, uh, specifically when it comes to you know this whole idea of life insurance. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually introduced to living benefits uh, about two and a half years ago, right? My wife and I knew it was important. I was the main provider for the family. Uh, we had three kids at the time with a fourth baby on the way. Right. And a lot of things were going on. Right. I was coaching at the time. We were in the market to sell our house and buy a house before the baby was born. And uh, thank God the first one uh, life insurance policy we ran into at Living Benefits. Right. Because four months after I got my policy, life happened. Right. I was on my way home from work on the freeway I 5 in late, around Lathrop area. And all of a sudden, traffic came to a complete stop. Right. I slammed on the brakes. My leg locked up and I ended up rear ending the car in front of me and felt the worst physical pain in my life. Wow. You know, and uh, they actually took me to the county hospital. Uh, I spent two days there where they ran all kinds of tests on me because I really could not move when I was in that bed for two days. Right. They wanted to make sure the nerves were intact. Blood was flowing. I had movement and feeling in my foot. So I was there for two days while they ran tests. But it wasn't until the moment I left the hospital was when I felt the most paralyzed. Mm. Right. Because reality started to set in. And I was going back home to where I had to be the provider but the doctor said I wouldn't be able to return back to work for anywhere from five to eight months. Wow. You know, think about it. If you couldn't go to produce a check for that amount of time, how would that affect your family financially? Yeah. Right. How are you going to pay the bills, the mortgage, the groceries, just your daily lifestyle of living if you couldn't go to work and produce a check? Yeah. Right. So I contacted our insurance carrier, uh, let them know the injuries that sustained in the accident. And they actually gave me a check for $60,000 tax free. Only have my policy for four months. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. What? Time out now. Time out. Time out. Okay. So let's, let's, let's run that back. So you were saying that you only had your policy for four months. Yes, four and, months. And you got into a, an accident that unfortunately uh, left you where you could not work. Right, right. And you were told that you couldn't work for, you said, five to eight months? Yeah, rec- recovery time was about five to eight months. Yeah. Five to eight months. And you contacted your insurance company and they gave you a check for 60000 Yep, tax free. And on top of that, I do not have to pay that money back. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So we go. We're we not signed up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I've already <laughs> signed up. <laughs> We're going to get into kind of a little bit more about how that works, but just tell me. So, okay. So after that happened, tell me what happened after that. So you, you got the, the money, and then yeah. what, what happened after that? Yeah, after that, it, it was it's a huge sense of relief, right? Because we didn't have that financial burden hanging over my shoulder, mm-hmm. right? My wife, she was pregnant. There was no way she can get a job and go to work right away. You know, I was recovering. Uh, we had a goal of selling our house and buying a house before that baby was born. And then when life happened, everything was just on pause. 
Mm. Right. But that $60,000 check allowed us to continue our goals, continue our financial goals, get in that house. And we were able to pay off all of our bills and put our family in a brand new model home that we're still in today. Wow. So you're saying as a result of the 60,000, you were able to continue your plans. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And I did not have to use that 60000 all for medical bills. It's not regulated. It's just cash for me and the family to use for however we needed to use it for. Mm, mm, okay. And so, wow, that's amazing. So, okay. Since, so since then, since you were able to buy the house, um, you seem like the plans kind of moved forward. Was everything just peachy king? Because I imagine there's recovery and just, you know, all those, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, recovery time went, you know, going through physical therapy. I started going to the gym and exercising again. Everything was a little bit modified, you know, to my injury. Uh, But it was a long process, you know, and like I said, we sold the house. So I had to sit there and watch my whole family, wife, my parents, uh, people come over and help us pack and move the house and everything. But um, it, it really was a blessing because I actually was able to turn my pain into my purpose. And I became a referral agent for the company I'm with now. Wow. Because, I mean, I really felt that this was information people deserve to hear about, mm. right? Because if I didn't get that $60,000 check from the company, we would be in a much different place financially, mm-hmm. right? Who knows if we would have been able to keep the house or where our credit would have been or all of our bills and debt, you know, where would all that be if I didn't have that money to depend on from that insurance company? Yeah. Well, I mean, right? so so often I think that, well, I, I don't know, Eva, you might be able to tell me the um, percentages or... Um, you know, but I know that a lot of people go into debt and, um, and go into, you know, the credit score drops because of like medical bills and, you know, loss of job and things like that. Yeah. I mean, that does happen, but that's not going to be the immediate thing that happens. The immediate thing is going to happen is if you don't make payments on those, the mortgage, the credit cards, those 30 day lates. I mean, if you go from a perfect payment history and all of a sudden you are 30 days late last month, that can kill 50 to 100 points off of your score. So yeah, one 30-day late on one bill can do that. Imagine if you had multiple bills and and we're talking recovery five to eight months. That is more than just one 30-day late. So Mm. the agony and the stress of not being able to pay on time, but knowing that for the next five to eight months, this is the situation. Yeah. I That's mean, tough. That, usually that leads people to bankruptcy. Am I right? Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. I mean, it depends. I mean, we're talking a, a family with, you know, three, fourth child on the way, not to mention, I'm pretty sure, you know, medical bills for, you know, labor and delivery. And like, yeah, like I, if that were me, I probably would go nuts. Wow. And and then what happens when you're in a situation like that to where you know, okay, this is reality for the next five to eight months, then that creates panic and the panic results into uglier financial decisions. I got to resort to the loan sharks, the payday loan places, the, mm. you know, that, I mean, being yeah. late is the tip of the iceberg. Getting into more financial ruin yeah. is what throws people into bankruptcy. Yeah. And we've all and been it could there. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least I've been there. I definitely know. The payday loan people knew me. We, we see each other. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time where I was like, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so David, man, so you, you so you became a referral agent. Uh, right. which is amazing, which, which makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, I think not too often do you 
have a story quite like yours where you end up investing in something and then, you know, obviously not expecting to have to utilize it so soon, but then, you know, having something happen and then having to, you know, basically see if that company can do what they said they were going to do. Right? And then they come through for you. That sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, just, you know, it, my story was able to bless our community because it cleared the skepticism, right? People mm-hmm. are always asking me, well, how did, where did that money come from? How does a, how do the company pay out in, in life, you know? Well, well, have you ever asked your auto insurance how they pay out for their claims? <laughs> you, know, auto, you know, insurance companies in general are very conservative. You know, they're backed by several different investors. It's, it's a lot of different ways for them to make money, right? So my story, not only, yeah, I'm still healing. I'm not 100 yet, but uh, it definitely was able to clear that skepticism and also create urgency. Right, because we never know what's going to happen. We can't really predict the future, but we can definitely plan for it. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. So tell me a little bit more about your your, your journey now. So like now that you've, um, you know, obviously on the road to recovery, kind of on the other end of this thing, obviously things aren't um, perfect and totally understand that. But now, you know, you're, you're a referral agent. So I imagine you probably come across lots of different stories, lots of different situations uh, with other people. And so tell me about how, how that's been. How's that been like just talking to other people about this subject? Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's been a blessing, man. I love what I do. I never seen myself in this industry. You know, I was actually came from the warehouse background, right? Because we talk about environment all the time. So my dad was a warehouse manager, my older brother was a warehouse manager, my younger brother got into the warehouse. So you guys can kind of tell where mm-hmm. I fell into. Mm-hmm. I, I was in there for about seven years and uh I I knew there was something more that I wanted out of life, right? I wanted to give back somehow. I wanted to take control of my income, become an entrepreneur. Uh, and that's kind of where this company found me, right? I became a referral agent because I knew this information was important. Uh, I did not have the knowledge at the time to share uh, by myself. So I became a referral agent until I grew into that role and had enough knowledge and conviction and understanding of the industry to share this by myself, mm. right? And I hear so many stories on uh, several people this could have helped, right? And that's why my mission really is to reach out and just impact people before it's too late, yeah. right? Because so many times we see on Facebook where people have to reach out to GoFundMe account because they're fighting cancer or just had a stroke, you know, and just to kind of raise funds because they got it. Usually when they have these illnesses, right? Their income goes down and their bills go up, mm-hmm. right? Because they have to take time away from work. Yeah. Right now with living benefits, we're there to bridge that gap between healthcare and finances. So you're not stressed and rushed to get back to work because you now have a, a, a source of income through living benefits to help you through those times. Okay. Yeah. So now, so yeah, so I think this is a perfect time to kind of explain a little more what living benefits is, you know, for people who've never heard the term, because I know I, I hadn't heard the term. Um, and I was, I mean, it, it kind of almost is self-explanatory, right? When you, you hear living benefit, you think, okay, I'm going to benefit while I'm living. Um, that's kind of like the, I think the, the fundamental understanding of it, but right. break it down for us in terms of like what it really truly means. And, 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 and I want to say that in the context of life insurance, I think you, you make a really great parallel of how kind of life insurance has evolved, 
Um, and it's when, when, you know, so just I just want people to understand that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what life insurance or what living benefits really is, is again, being able to access that death benefit in life, right? And there's uh, multiple qualifiers, right? There's more companies that are starting to add living benefits. But the big question to ask is, do I have the right living benefits? And what I mean by that is a full portfolio of living benefits with terminal illness, meaning uh, if you're diagnosed by a physician to be terminally ill and die within 24 months, uh, chronic illness, rider, that's the one I qualified for, when you cannot do two out of the six daily living activities, right? And then critical illness and critical injury, right? Some of the most common triggers we hear out there is heart attack, stroke, cancer. Uh, so any of these qualifying triggers that you have now will allow you to access that death benefit in life and receive that lump sum of money, again, tax-free as an early distribution of your death benefit. Mm, so you're you're saying to me that the money that I've been uh, accumulating in my life insurance policy, I'll be able to access if I have something happen to me, um, like you said, a qualifying event that doesn't allow me to kind of, you know, be who I normally am. Yeah, that's a great point right there. You said the money you're accumulating in your policy. So it's not even that. So great point. So there's two different types of life insurance. There's term and permanent, Okay. right? Term, there's no cash value. You're just renting your policy for 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, we have term as well with living benefits, but with permanent, like you said, you're accumulating cash, uh, kind of like an investment, mm. right? So the one we specialize in is index universal life. Uh, part of your premium gets invested through our indexing strategies, but living benefits actually accesses your death benefits. So it doesn't even have, you could have zero cash in your policy and still access up to $1 million in your policy. Mm. Right. So it's based off of your death benefit and your face amount. Right. That's why it was so shocking. That I was able to pull out 60,000 because I had zero dollars saved in my policy. Mm-hmm. I only had it for four months. But because of uh, the living benefits allowed me to access that death benefit early. Hmm. Hmm. OK, so um, I feel like there's more and I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure people right now are probably like, what? Tell me a little more. Uh, We will uh, definitely have a way for you guys to get more information towards the end. Uh, But I also also want to, you know, because we we don't have forever for the podcast, but um, (laughs) I want to also uh, get David opportunity to talk about uh, infinite banking as well, because you had mentioned um, that, you know, your title is, you know, living benefit, infinite banking specialist. So what is infinite banking for, for those who are like, like what they'll understand that term? Yeah, yeah. So infinite banking is another wealth building strategy, right? Uh, Life insurance is a huge wealth building strategy when it comes to building tax-free wealth, right? This is why uh, one of the nicknames for life insurance is the rich man's Roth, right? Because wealthy people cannot qualify for Roth IRAs, so they open up life insurance policies to accumulate uh, tax-free wealth, Mm, right? So an infinite... Hold on, hold on, on, David. Don't skip over that. (laughs) Hold on, Hold on. I'm like... If you see, you know the emoji where it's the face with the mind blown. Like that's yeah. what's, that's what's going on right now. Yeah, you said that too fast, man. You gotta have to run that back. Run that back. Say yeah, say yeah, that yeah. Again. So uh, life insurance, right, is nicknamed the rich man's Roth because the wealthy people cannot qualify for Roth IRAs. So in order for them to uh, have a tax free wealth building tool, they leverage life insurance because they understand the power of the tax free wealth building tool with inside of it. Right. Hold hold on. Okay. So 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 this is tripping me out. Okay. So you're telling me that life insurance, the rich people have used that as an investment. Correct. Correct. Okay. So see, this is so this is another thing. Mara, so even we talk about how sometimes it feels like in society that 
the, you know, like it's almost intentional that they, that they, right, want us to be poor. Yeah. Now, I can tell you from someone who grew up poor, uh, who grew up, you know, uh, low income and, and a lot of struggle and knew a lot of people in that space. I can tell you for sure, without hesitation, life insurance is something we not only did not talk about, but we wasn't going to get. Like it, <laughs> it, it was never going to be something that we were even going to entertain, right? Yeah. And now what you're telling me is, David, that that has been a tool that rich folks have used. And no wonder it has been some kind of like exclusive or elusive to people who don't have money because we really don't understand really what it is or what, what, what we, what, what we, how we can benefit from it. Right, exactly. It's kind of like that saying, you know, information really dictates our current and future situation. Mm. Right. That's why a lot of wealthy people do not pay a lot of taxes because they understand the tax game. Right. And one way to understand the tax game is investing in life insurance to grow your money tax free. Right. And that's why. Yeah, that's why. Go ahead. Go ahead. David, come on, man. Like this. See, this is the thing. Like, empower you guys. Empower you financial. I'm trying to tell you. We're going to win. We are. Listen, I'm going to win. I'm messing around with y'all, too. I'm going to figure this thing out, man, because <laughs> I keep hearing stuff that I've never heard before. And this is what I, the, the one thing I love about this platform. And, and thank you so much, Eva, for uh, creating it, is that this is like what people need to hear. We really yes. need to be hearing this because the everyday regular folk um, and I'm someone who I mean, I know I'm re- I say regular, but I got five kids. So th- I'm, I matter in this world. Right. You know, what I, mean? I got to yeah. I got to make sure that my stuff is right. Um, this is the stuff that we need to be hearing. Right. Yep. This is the stuff we need to be hearing. All right, David. That's, I'm sorry. That's what man. it's about. You know, like like you said, wealthy people think three generations ahead. Right. Broke people plan for Saturday night. Like <laughs> I, I told my wife, babe, what's whatever our weekend plans are, let's cancel them because <laughs> we got four kids and I'm trying to make million dollar babies. Mm. So we actually set them all up with a life insurance policy. People are like, why do you need a death benefit for you for your kids? I'm like, it's more to it than that, right? We're mm. creating a financial foundation for them. So not only is it geared for college savings or producing an income for them later in life, but now when they're adults, their children will be taken care of because of something we set up for them. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to let you finish infinite banking. I'm sorry for keeping. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. But then I'm going to have you go back to something else because (laughs) I heard you say something before about your kids and how you set them up. So we gonna go back to that because people got to hear that as well. So go ahead and tell us about infinite banking. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's go back to infinite banking. (laughs) So what that concept means is, uh, becoming your own bank, right? We know all the time we try to borrow money from the bank and get an interest rate and everything. Well, what if you had a policy where you, if set up and structured the right way, you could become your own bank and borrow from it an infinite amount of times, right? And mm. that's where the concept of infinite banking comes in. And the strategy we use to grow your money is called indexing, all right? What indexing is, is being able to grow your money with the market, typically up to a cap of around 10%. But also have a zero percent floor, meaning any time the market performs negatively, you lock in your gains, you lock in your contribution, and you never lose a dollar. Mm. Right. So all of our clients during this past year during COVID have not lost a dime because of our indexing strategies. Mm. Right. So now they have a, a way to grow their money without risking it. Right. And then create that wealth free tax free wealth building tool and be able to borrow from yourself whenever they need it. Mm. So you mean give yourself your own stimulus check? Exactly. More, more than a yes. stimulus check. More <laughs> like a retirement check. Exactly. Man, see, listen, I'm trying to tell you, people that know, and this is the thing that's tripping me out because I'm starting to really get this. Like, like you know, because one, well, one of the painful things about 
being on the uh, other side of the 1% is that, uh, you know, when we have these issues in our country, and we talked about this, I think it was the last week or recently about the stimulus check, $600, like in $2,000 or whatever. the, The thing is, you know, these rich politicians don't fully understand what that means to people because to them, that it doesn't make a difference to them. That little money to them, it, they don't really get it. They're like, they don't, like, what is that going to do, right? And so for them, they're like, since it don't matter to me, it probably don't matter to you. Well, no, that's that's absolutely wrong, right? That it, it, it definitely matters to a lot of people. But what I'm, what I'm understanding and what I'm hearing from you is that, you know, when you have the information that you have, there's so many things you can do for yourself. There's so many vehicles, investment vehicles, or just different things you can uh, take advantage of that will allow you, you know, to grow your wealth um, in ways that aren't dependent on your nine to five job or you win the lottery or anything else, but you really can, you know, take control of this thing. Exactly. Imagine if your 401k was, you're able to use that and borrow from it whenever you wanted without taking early distribution penalties, without having to pay taxes on it, without having to lose money, mm-hmm. paying someone to manage it for you even when you lose, right? This is what infinite banking does for you within a life insurance policy. Wow. Wow. Man, so that that's amazing. So I know I know one time too you mentioned that you have uh something set up for your kids that they will um basically like once they hit a I don't know if it's a certain age, but you know, they'll get like two thousand dollars a month for the rest of their life or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically the power of infinite banking um uh, mm. with kids, right? And their goal is they have time on their side. Right. So it's basically structured the same way as for an adult, but it's a little bit cheaper because they're kids. And, you know, we opened the policy up for them. Um, all intention was for college savings. And then as I learned more and more about the industry, I'm like, okay, we don't need to save this money for college. What if we can create an income for them that'll last the rest of their lives? So initially we had planned to have, uh, I'll use my son, Aiden, for example. He's kind of the middle age child. He's six years old now. Um, we had a setup for him. He was going to have about $95,000. Uh, by the time he's 24, right? And use that money for college. If he didn't go to college, hey, he could open up a business, uh, a house, invest that money. As long as we felt that he was responsible enough to take on this policy, you know, mom and dad would gift that to him, right? He would take on the payments and everything, but have all that cash in there, right? And so what we recently did was, okay, uh, there's different levels to your policy, right? With the index universal life policy, there's a minimum payment, there's a standard payment and a max payment, right? And every other payment in between. And we say, okay, what if we start to max fund these policies and and treat them since as an infinite banking concept, right? And see what it could really do for them. And that's where the power came in. Uh, when he hit age 25, no longer did he have $95,000 to access. He now could pull out $24,000 tax-free that will last him the rest of his life. Wow. Wow. That's right? amazing. On top, of, on top of whatever income he's making from his job, career at the time, or investments, he now has $24,000 just dripping into him every single year, tax-free to do whatever he pleases. And you said the rest of his life? The rest of his life, yep. On top of still having a multi-million dollar policy. Man, that's wow. insane. That is... So, like, okay, I'm going to be that person to be like, how is that possible? Like, obviously it exists. Obviously people are doing it. But even like for somebody like me, I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. I always strongly believe it, it when looking at things like this, I'm like, okay, well, who's done it so far yet? 
just like with your situation, you know, it was unfortunate that you went through the accident. But I mean, in essence, you became a product of the product like you are giving people that belief and that hope because your company paid you out. Now they know, well, if they pay David out, they're going to pay me out, too. But in terms of infinite banking, like who is the product of that product? Like who's receiving that money? Like that's just crazy to me. Yeah. And there's books on this. There's books and uh, people usually use this infinite banking. It came from whole life policies, right? Whole life are a little bit more Mm -hmm. expensive because of the guarantees and more of a fixed way to grow your money within a policy, right? But now we transition and do it within a a IUL, an index universal life policy. There becomes more benefits because the ceiling is higher for you to grow your money. Mm, So, so... The the more old school common term was basically doing this with whole life. Now it's just evolved into a better, bigger opportunity. And cool. that's why, like, to me, it's new. I'm like, this is new. Like, I don't know if it real works. Right. It's new to you're... all. Yeah. It's new to a lot of us, you know, because we, one, like, like Charles was saying, life insurance is just a death benefit and expense. Nothing for us to gain value from. Right. right. But as we open ourselves up to new information, right, get around people who are doing or he could even teach us about it and just learn more and more about it. I learned about this concept last year, early last year in January, and this was brand new to me. So I just dove into it and try to learn as much as I can so I can pass it forward and pay it forward to who I, I teach it to. Mm. Yeah, Cause I was like being able to borrow from myself and inf- I could become my own bank. Yes. Like, I'm like, we talked on. about this. Yeah. We talked about you gotta be yes. the banker. That's yep. right. Lending out the borrower, right? Right. Exactly. Wow. This is cool. What? So yeah, I'm I'm um so I mean, just so you guys know, like I'm I'm very interested in this. I have not done this yet, just because, you know, the way my bank account's set up, you know, it's got the checking and the savings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we get there, we get there, we get there real soon. Uh but I know that Eva, um, Eva, you you've actually taken part in this, right? You you've actually got some things going. I have taken part of the living benefits. Absolutely. This infinite banking. You guys, if you guys been knowing the podcast, like, you know, like I hoard my money and I'm like, I don't know, I got to protect it and shelter it because this is foreign to me. So I don't know if I'm ready yet. It's it's definitely going, I'm going to get involved. It's just a matter of when. Um, but living benefits, yes, yes. So, and, and let me rewind, you know, when, when, We think about, well, many people don't think about, you know, any trials or tribulations, but when something has happened, as you're talking, David, I'm thinking about, dang, living benefits would have been great at this point in our lives. So let's take it back. In 2008, Will, you know, playing softball with his cousins, he was about a softball team. Guess what? He's on second base, you know. He's a second baseman, runners running towards him, runs right into him and breaks his leg, practically almost shattering it. Mind you, I was pregnant with Mateo. This happened three days or four days before Mother's Day. I was pregnant with Mateo. He breaks his leg and he is out of work for three months. Wow. This would have been so helpful to have during that time. Because yes, you break a leg, guess what? He couldn't bathe himself. He couldn't feed himself. Like he suffered. Like I'm like, light bulb moment, this would have kicked in and it would have eased the situation. Now, granted, 
I was still working with my employer. I was working from home. So I was still able to take care of him while working at, you know, for my employer. I was pregnant. I mean, shoot, I was what, May? Mateo was born in November. So what? I was a good four or five months pregnant. Like this would have alleviated a whole lot of stress. You know, thank goodness we were in the position, the position that we were in back then to where we didn't really suffer financially. But what if we weren't in that position? Let's fast forward time. When my dad, you know, got sick, you know, my dad passed away in 2019 and he suffered dementia but it evolved. Like we, we are all going to get old and pass away. We're all going to get old and get sick. And that's the reality. Like people, that's the reality. And my did, my dad did very well. He hoarded his money to put it away in, in, in investments and IRAs and all of that. But had he had living benefits when he got sick and when it was his final days, Putting him into a facility that would give him the the best care ever costed $6,000 a month Mm. to take care of. Had he had living benefits, he would have been able to access this insurance policy and not have to be wiping out his bank account that he worked so hard to do. Mm. So... I am super passionate about this because we know this is the reality. We know this is our future. And if we don't do something about it now, we are only setting up our children up to fail. Yeah. I don't want my kids to have to go through what I went through. And and it was tough. It's not easy putting a parent into a home because you got all kinds of like, well, I'm and you know, me, I'm like, no, he's not going there. So I took care of him for two months. And thank goodness that I didn't have a job. I was already self-employed because imagine the agony of having to go to your boss and be like, I need time to take care of my, my, you know, sick and dying parent. Mm -hmm. And imagine if your job says, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I took care of my dad for two months because I didn't want, you, you know, cause you know, we all know, I mean, we all don't know, but sometimes you put people into those facilities, they're not going to get the best care as you caring for them. But those two months were so hard. They were so hard. And if he had living benefits, we could have hired, we could have cashed out, hired an in-home nurse to come in where we're still a part of his final days. But that was even more expensive than the $6,000 a month facility. I'm like, what in the world? So, yeah, heck, yeah, you best believe we'll got a policy. I got a policy. Kids policies are coming up too. like. This is the only way, guys. And in case something happens, you never know. It could be a car accident. It could be you just playing a game of softball. Yeah. Or just getting old. I mean, like, yes. just yeah, turn 40. Story. Yeah. Just, hey, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> I was thinking of my parents, actually. <laughs> so, no, I mean, just thinking about them, um, you know, because, you know, like I, like, I know my mom, you know, she's, oh, my and my dad, they both retired and, you know, they're looking to do different things. And I just keep in my mind, you know, just keep thinking like, man, I, I don't know what's going to happen 
if they're not able to. So both of them have had to kind of go back to work in some capacity. Uh, right. That's the other thing too. That's kind of weird, right? You know, you 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 think you're ready for retirement, right? But then you retire, but you're not able to, you know, really have the money that you thought that you would have. So you still got to go back to work. And that's why you see people who are older, you know, like in their 60s, 70s, 70s and 80s working at Walmart and doing different stuff that really they shouldn't be doing, right? But because they're not able to, you know, really realize, um, you know, anything that they've been doing their whole lives until unfortunately they pass or they just haven't accumulated things or haven't made certain decisions, you know? And so to me, this is what, um, you know, leaving a legacy is all about, right? Going back to, you know, like what we, what we started the conversation with, you know, the idea that you are making decisions now that are going to benefit you later, but not just benefit you, but benefit your family. Because there always comes a point, right? When we start off when we're young, it's about us, right? And I think about like my my two, two well, he's three-year-olds now. It's all about him. Life is about him and his needs and what he wants. That's it. That, no, he don't care about <laughs> nobody else and nothing else, right? And I get that. That's the way it's supposed to be. But as you continue to get older, you start to realize you're not on this earth alone, right? You have to d- yeah. d- care for others. And you, when we get kids and we... So there's this evolution of thought. And so eventually we get to a place where we, you know, we get to, uh, you know, dare I say 40 and we start thinking like, man, you know what? I got to make sure everybody else around me is good because I'm actually on the other side of this thing at this point. Right. Um, And so what I'm hearing you say, David, is that there has been, uh, you know, a blueprint for this that's been laid out that unfortunately only the wealthy have really known about. Um, and they've been able to right. maximize and that's why the rich get richer and their generations just continue to, you know, stay where they are. Um, and we don't get to because we don't have the knowledge, but I thank you, David, for coming on, uh, the podcast and sharing this information with us because, you know, just like Eva, you could have, you know, had that thing happen to you, saw the benefit and been like, cool, I'm straight, man. I'm so glad I did that and just continue to keep rolling. But you've dedicated your life to saying, you know what, now I'm going to inform others. I'm going to educate others. I'm going to teach others about this because you understand the misconception that a lot of people have about it. You understand the misinformation out there and you're here to help. So, man, I thank you for that. Thank oh, you man, so much. My pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, man, you know, if I could, man, David, just, um, you know, I'm going to give you a one last opportunity to kind of just share with the people, you know, what this whole transformation has meant for you in terms of, you know, going from someone who, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't really have the right mindset when it came to uh, life insurance to, you know, being informed about it and making, taking a chance on it and then seeing the benefit of it immediately. And now being someone who, you know, has dedicated your life to teaching it, you know, I just want to kind of, you know, what what would you leave with people as kind of like a last, you know, thought? Yeah. Yeah. So guys, um, if you want to change the trajectory of your generation, right? It starts with us, right? Uh, not only investing in yourself, right? With the, with the mindset, but just financial, that financial foundation, being able to invest in yourself and create that generational wealth. So your kids no longer have to fight the way you have to fight to get you and put your family where you're at, right? You're not, not we're at a position where thankfully we're blessed to be in a position. We're not only working on our kids' finances, but we're not working on our grandkids' finances. So when our kids are adults, they don't have to worry about their kids. They'll be set, right? So now their job will be to start to work on their grandkids, right? And that's where where true generational wealth really starts to take effect. When you start to teach your generations, your kids, to not only think for themselves, but think about the next generations to come. That's right. All right, David. So how can the people, you know, get a hold of you? Um, Because what I want to say is that, um, I know that for our listeners, David has a very uh, special offer. 
uh, that he will let you guys know about once you guys contact him. Um, but uh, we wanted to make sure that you guys have a, an opportunity to contact him so you can be aware of the special offer. But you got to make sure that e- you say that Eva sent you. Make sure you let him know that you're coming from um, Eva and the Power You Financial podcast so he knows uh, that you should be presented that offer. Uh, but David, um, you know, let the people know how they can contact you on social media or you have a website or what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, big things are coming, guys. So stay tuned. Reach out to me. You guys can find me on Facebook. I'm very, very active on Facebook. Uh, David Garcia, or also the Empower You group, very active on there as well. Like Charles said, uh, number one, I'm looking to keep that title. So I'll keep staying, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep engaging and staying active, guys. But that's the best place you guys can find me. Awesome. Yeah. So, guys, go to the Empower You Financial Facebook group on in Facebook. Just search. You can join. It's free. Um, you will find David in there dropping gems, um, you know, being active. Um, and also, you can reach out to him on Facebook directly. Um, Eva, any last thoughts for the people before we get out of here? Man, this is just, it's mind blowing. And I just absolutely love being around people that know more than I do. Cause I'm like, what in the world? Like we are all making each other better. We are making the world better. We are empowering people. And at the at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, guys. It's all about getting out of your old school ways and learning the new school ways that are going to make you better. And I know for those who are probably listening, you're probably thinking to yourselves, man, where in my budget can I even fit this in? You can't afford not to do this, guys. Mm -hmm. We know what's going to happen as we get older. Let's address the elephant in the room right now. How many of you are surrounded by people who, you know, pass away? due to COVID, pass away in car accidents or just crazy situations. But what about those who are getting sicker sooner? I have people that are younger than me that I know that are ending up with cancer. Guys, if you have this type of, and definitely get in touch with David so that he can tell you like all the lowdown. But we need to be protecting ourselves. We need to be protecting our families and leaving them a legacy. Don't think how much it's going to cost you. Think about how much it's going to cost your family if you don't have these benefits in place. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to leave it right there. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you're ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered. 